It's the Exit 52 podcast instant analysis. I mean, these games are absolutely incredible. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say after these games anymore. The Ravens win a Monday night thriller 31-25 over the Colts at home in a game that in the middle of the third quarter looked like one of the all-time egg lays in Ravens history. I, I'm just going to say it. I mean, against the Colts on a night where you're putting a guy in the ring of honor, in the middle of the third, down 20, just looked horrible, down 22 to nine. And then the Ravens, who just continue to fight their asses off, come all the way back and win in overtime, 31 to 25 in front of the faithful at MT Bank Stadium. Lamar Jackson, 442 yards, breaks the Ravens' record for passing yards, four touchdowns, 37 for 43. The Ravens' defense was terrible in this game, terrible, not good. The, the Colts couldn't kick, just straight up couldn't kick. What a game. What a football game. I'm going to take this rare uh, opportunity to correct you. They were down 22 to three. So this game was in Thank the books. You. This game Thank was you. over. Thank you. No, I appreciate uh, it. Sometimes I'm, I get going and you never know. I'm exhausted, man. I'm, I'm battling a little head cold here. I went to the bank tonight and I, you know, sweated that game out. Watching this team is exhausting, man. It's a cardio activity. I mean, 22 to three, they're dead in the water. Um, they look like they had some life there. I mean, it was before the 22 to three, but the fumble there in the goal line is like just one of those ultimate signs in the sky that says tonight's just not your night. Like it's time to pack this one in. It's just not your night. You played a dog shit first half. You're not going to have enough to come back uh, after you, you seem to get yourself back in the game there by driving down to the one yard line. And they just kind of rolled with the punches and they made, Lamar Jackson happened. Lamar Jackson just happened. I mean, this was a scenario that was the one that Lamar Jackson's not supposed to be able to be productive in. He can't be an NFL quarterback because he can't bring a team back from multiple scores down. When he's forced to throw the football, he's not supposed to be able to do that. It's exactly what he did. He's 37 of 43. Uh, what, for 4 of 42, you said? Yep. I'm, I'm like walking home and writing a blog as I walk and, and I going through Twitter and like Twitter's moving a, a, a mile a minute. And I just see all these stats that are just popping up one by one. First quarterback to do this first person to do this for, you know, first quarterback to throw 40 times and it's the highest completion percentage of any quarterback to ever do it. I mean, this is nothing to do with him able to run the football or anything like that. This is nothing to do with his legs. It's, it's him being an NFL quarterback and being better at it than most. If not, I mean, he's not the best throwing quarterback in the league. That'd be crazy. But like what he's able to do is, is incredible. Like he's, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath. I'm doing this whole things that I did with the chiefs the other night, you know, two, three weeks ago. And I haven't had a sip of alcohol tonight. I'm just fired up. I'm just high on Lamar Jackson. They, you, you'll like it on the broadcast. They said it's finally time to start talking. They said you got to talk to him. You have to talk about Lamar. Sorry, this fucking ESPN ad starts playing out of nowhere. Yeah, it um, does that every the, time. The worst, thing, the worst thing in the world. Um, they were like, it's, you have to start talking about Lamar in the DAC and Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, all the, and they named all the big names. So, where, I mean, where have we been for three years? It's, it's insane that that now is like, okay, years. now they feel safe saying it because – Oh my God. There was like some statistic said. that they're rolling. It was either in the first quarter or first half on the scoreboard that were like, Holy shit. Um, one of them was uh, this offense, most consecutive games scoring 14 plus points. The, the current streak at the time is 40. Now it's 41. They're in the top five in NFL history of teams that ever put that streak together. 
that streak is exactly begins on Lamar Jackson's very first start as an NFL quarterback. Is that the Bengals game? I think so. Either Bengals or Raiders back in 2018. I think it's Bengals. But, I mean, literally, now I've got my phone yelling at me. You've got ads going on. Whatever. It, it um, a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Whatever. We're rolling with it. The, the things like there's so much correlation between when the day Lamar Jackson became the starting quarterback, this became a great football team. That 2018 team was going nowhere faster, four and five. Now they're consistently one of the best teams in the league. They're four and one. Yeah, they have problems. We can talk about that all we want. I don't know if I want to talk about it much tonight, but yeah, they've got problems. But Lamar Jackson is masking so many problems because he's Lamar Jackson. I said this when a lot of guys got hurt early in the year. This team is going to have a chance to beat any given team on any given Sunday because of number eight, as long as he's out there and as long as he's healthy. And that's this tonight was another game where that, that proved to be true. There's a, of course, there's a lot of other factors that, that played into the ultimate result here, but the biggest factor was Lamar Jackson in my eyes. I texted you guys at 10, 14, Lamar has been horrible in this game. And I, I believe that I thought he was terrible in the, in the first half and not, not in terms of, Inaccurate or anything because he was hitting his passes. No, no, no. It wasn't anything, you know, like the fumble on the goal line was a terrible play. He's got to protect the ball. He's got to do a better job. That's a bad play. I didn't think he was dynamic um, like he normally is in the first half. And I didn't think he made great decisions. I'll tell you what, he fucking flipped the script after I sent that text. I mean, he, he, and now the Colts are down to three cornerbacks and a backup safety. With that said, he picked, them apart masterfully and showed the ability to make great decisions in the pocket throughout the remainder of the game. But, and, and that loss would not have been fully on him. If we were talking about this, if the Colts had, you know, actually been a real team and finished this game off, we'd be talking a lot about this defense and we'll get to it. That's an, inc- it was an incredible in game flip of the switch from Lamar Jackson and shows the kind of winner he is to be able to kind of go from where, you're going over the sidelines, slamming the helmet down and thinking, this isn't my night. Bench, you said it, not the night for the team. You could have made the case it wasn't the night for him. All right, Lamar, not your night. Happens to everybody. Happened to Mahomes last night. Happened to Mahomes last night. Happens to everybody. To flip the switch and come back. Really, when the defense didn't do anything in the second half to really help them come back. I mean, if you're the, the, the Colts had five, over 500 total yards. They should have won the game. It's yeah. insane that they didn't win the game. And the only reason they didn't is because they couldn't stop number eight when the time came in the passing game, not in the running game, in the passing game. He was just straight up better than them down the stretch in the third and fourth quarters and in overtime. The Colts had absolutely no chance in overtime. Once the Ravens got the game to overtime and they got they won the coin toss, the game was over. And you could have made the same case on the other side if the Colts had won the coin toss because the Ravens' defense was an atrocity tonight. Just, Just – the lot, I, I thought Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison just didn't have it tonight. The, you know, Marlon Humphrey wasn't good. You know, Javon Young was good and then committed almost the game yeah. losing penalty. He tried to give it away. Flaus Campbell was the guy that was really the standout, and the, the black field goal was a huge play. Dafe Owe as well. Uh, he Again. was. But who who you guys think led the Ravens in tackles? Probably safety. Probably. I'll, I'll I mean, Chuck Clark. Averett was around the ball so much because they were throwing at him so much. He probably Brandon the Stevens tackles. had 12 tackles. Yeah, and he that's a problem. By five tackles. It's a problem. It's a serious problem. It's straight up. It's straight up a serious problem. Um, Malik Harrison had three tackles. 
He was not good. He I was mean, terrible. He, there was some he was there was a play, good. I think the final play of the first quarter. He it was him and his man in the gap. And he, the guy just dust like he just he looked like he wasn't even making an effort to tackle the guy. It was an it astounding go, effort. It goes back to and we can get to this a little bit. I think we can talk more about this in the weekly show because you know we're in ecstasy at this point. It's about number eight and about his ability to just straight up turn it on. And you have to give a lot of credit to a guy that's been maligned the first four weeks. That's Mark Andrews. He's really, really good this game. Oh, he was awesome. Hollywood was another guy who was non-existent for the first two quarters, really two and a half quarters, and then lit the world on fire. Uh, 22 to three was the score at one point. The Ravens get the ball. They scored three touchdowns the rest of the way to come back and tie the score. Uh, the first touchdown drive, Pass, pass, scramble for run, pass, pass. So it's five dropbacks. The next touchdown drive, pass, 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 pass. Two-point conversion pass, by the way. And then the final drive, pass, 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 scramble, pass, 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 uh, scramble. Then that botched handoff attempt, and then pass, and then pass the two-point conversion. It was all pass. The hundred yard streak's over, by the way. Um, fuck that streak. Fuck it. Did, they, 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 they told um, Lamar on the broadcast about it. They said, "Oh, you know, you didn't get it there after it." And he goes, "He goes, oh, we didn't get it." And he goes, "Damn, well, we got the win." And like that was it. He said, "I like, I don't care. We got the win." I haven't, I haven't gotten an opportunity to consume any of that post game content, uh, was, and I'm. Can't wait to do it after this. Of course, he ended it with "Thank you, Miss Lisa and Stephen." And, and uh, what's it, Stephen? What's his name? We're like, yeah, Miss Lisa. There you go. Also, um, you want to know why Mark Andrews had such a big game? Luke Luke Jones just said uh, Mark Andrews' grandmother died earlier this weekend, so he was playing in memory of her, and he got choked up when talking about the touchdown. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, he, I had he, a he, feeling he today. Awesome I almost figured out that he was going to be due for a big one. I actually bet his. Uh, I bet him for first touchdown. I bet him for over receptions and over receiving yards, and he blew those out of the water. The two Oklahoma guys had 20 catches for 100 and two, excuse me, 252 yards. No, mm-hmm. we're in 72 yards. And 23 targets between them. So, they're, I mean, if they were throwing it there, they were catching it. That was a, that was on the fly math that I really didn't want to do, but I attempted it anyway. So I hope mm-hmm. everyone thanks for my service. But like, like when was the last time Andrews had eleven catches in a game? I mean, he's been essential. That's got to be a career high. Not a non-fact. I believe he called it a career game, and I you could definitely make that catch. Yeah, I mean, eleven for one fifty and two touchdowns. That's a eleven catches on thirteen targets. Um, no, it, it, you know, the Ravens' running game was just not there, and and the Colts did a really nice job, and I think. And we can, we'll get into it more during the week when we have some more time. I think the Ravens' offensive line was a little concerning tonight at times, um, and definitely getting that push up front to establish the run. But you know what a game for Lamar Jackson in the second half. Um, the two main targets were fantastic. Makes you wonder if Rashad Bateman is anything, what this passing attack could look like in a few weeks once he gets up to speed. I do think on the flip side, and we'll touch on it real quick. It's a concerning defensive performance uh, to give up 500 total yards to this Colts team who has some talent. Jonathan Taylor is a really nice player. They've got some pieces on the offensive line. They don't have Quentin Nelson, which we talked about in the, the preview to this, which is, it was a huge deal. And have some receivers that feel like 
They're like the guys that sit on the back end of your fantasy team and you think about starting every week and you don't start them in Pittman, Pascal, and Paris Campbell. We'll have decent games. The Ravens defense is going to have to be a lot better if they want to compete with the upper echelon of the AFC, the Chargers, the Browns, the, the, the Chiefs, the Bills, those offenses. Um, this was a – they just didn't really have it tonight in space. Um, and, the, and the first touchdown of the game for the Colts is kind of the epitome of that. But um, that, that, that was going to be the really the takeaway for me before the Ravens pulled this out of their ass. I mean, was just a – not really about the offense, although certainly 22 points in the fourth quarter in overtime, they were not good through the first three. Um, but defense was giving up chunk plays, you know, not 16 to 20-yard plays, but a lot of like 8 to 14-yard plays in this game which is just not going to fly against a team that knows how to win more than the Colts. Well, this just, is a, you said it before, team before we, this is such a Carson Wentz loss. Freaking Carson. It is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's Carson Wentz. It's the Colts. Like it's Frank, right? Like they're just, it was like a tidal wave. And like, when I was texting guys, like this game is over, like they're going to lose this game. Like the Colts are going to lose. It's like, you could just see it coming a mile away and like couple that again with the, like, again, watching the Ravens games. It's like a tidal wave. It's like, like seeing like an avalanche, you can see it coming. And it's just like, building up and building up and building up. And it's like the, the, the Colts, I mean, you talked about it earlier, Taylor, like them in overtime, they, like there was like the third play of overtime and Levy's like, do the Colts take a timeout? Cause they're gassed. Like, yeah. And they, they don't have anything. They ended up yeah. And they had, they did effectively I mean, yeah. because yeah, their was, guy tried to knock Prochet's block off and he could cuss himself. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was that San, Sandejo who yeah. I feel like is always yeah. doing that. Um, it is just so Colts. And like, I'm looking at the box score now. Like, again, Jonathan Taylor had three catches, with obviously the long one, 76 yards, 116 yards total, and 15 rushes for 53 yards. Like, they don't – just give him the ball more. Like, he – you talk about the chunk plays. It seemed like he was busting off six, seven, eight every time he touched it. And they just – like, 18, 18 touches for him is nothing. He should have been 25 every, every game. I mean, Wentz did the thing – like three times in this game where he holds the ball too long and just doesn't seem like he has any idea what's going yeah. on. The duck, he, he under, drew, the duck under. He <laughs> drew the, 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 I mean, the horse collar. I don't, the horse collar. I don't even know what to say. If about you go that. by but the letter he, of the law, it was like a trash application of that. He's 20, he was 20. When he's 25 of 35 for 402 for two CDs, if you're a Colts fan, you think you're winning. Yeah. yeah. Two sacks. And he only got too, sacked like twice. You, yeah. yeah. You would think he'd be sacked a lot more than that. <laughs> But it's just a weird game. I mean, the Ravens are playing like, on a fuller level. The Ravens are playing some. I mean, I know, you know, there are people you can go and break down the tape. and do, The Ravens are playing insanely bizarre football games right now. Like Team of Destiny vibes. It's only week five. But I was going to say, are, are you worried about the Team of Destiny vibes too early? I like, am a little you bit. Don't, you don't get this bit, in week five. But the thing is. I trust this coaching staff and this organization so much, the culture as a whole, that um, they take something like this and they run with it and they just make it right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. different example, like different organization. It's not as like the culture wasn't quite the same per se, but the 2012 Orioles were a bad baseball team playing well for three or four months. And then they took that and ran with it and became a good baseball team. They called yeah. up Manny. They made a couple trades. Andrew Miller, like all kinds of things, or Andrew Miller's 2014. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Like sometimes you just build build your way into like 
all the right habits and those types of things. This team already has those habits, and mm-hmm. they've got Lamar Jackson. So and they're much more talented. Yeah. Also, big Andrew Miller night on Orioles Twitter. I don't think all that. Yeah, I saw you tweet about fucking that. Keith Law. You piece of shit. Can I throw a praise to a guy that? I think has been entrenched now as a leader of the team in his brief time here, but I didn't think was a great player last year. It's Calais. Calais Campbell. Yeah. I think sort of seeing, starting to see the things that make him a guy that was so celebrated as a trade asset when he got here as just the sirens just blare here in federal health. Somebody got plowed by a scooter on the walk home. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. He's okay. He's getting banged on the, on the it's sidewalk, it's and there was cops tending to him and all that. But but, but um, it was hilarious. They, the, the scooter was laid out on the street, and the car was still exactly where it hit it. It made it look like it was a much more destructive scene than it actually was. Also, you'd also it not, think it that – not Austin, too. You'd think that Jacksonville could use a high-character guy like Calais right now. <laughs> Good for him for getting on the team. He's been great. I mean, the block field goal was a tremendous move. Obviously, he had the TFL before that. He just seems like he's getting a little bit more push. Um, I feel like Justin Houston is in places right now making yeah. plays where plays just don't this, come to fruition. This, this Campbell away Houston pass rushing situation is developing better right now than the Ngakwe Campbell. Yeah, better Gian- than we probably could have hoped for, to be honest. Yeah, it's getting, yeah, yeah. As Yannick Ngakwe had two sacks with the Raiders, but th- they're playing very well. Um, the rest of this defense, though, I, the second level, I just there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. Averett was big time exposed tonight. I mean, they were just picking on him the whole time. I can't even imagine what the broadcast was saying. Marlon Humphrey was not Marley. Good. Yeah, Marlon had a rough, rough night. The tackling yeah. was also poor. The angles on a Averitt, lot of plays. Averett, who's got who got a lot of PFF love the last two weeks, got picked on a lot. I haven't looked at the the screenplay on the first set of downs defensively yet. The one that went for the long touchdown, but it seemed like we just did a really poor job trying to fight through the blocks. There were two blocks there on the on from receivers but, from what I can on remember the, on the screen. Yeah, and he cut it inside, and the two guys were getting blocked. Didn't really seem to be making a great effort. That's so me Rick, just with my own eyes in the stadium. Riddick, no. Riddick broke it down really well. So it was essentially on the two safeties, and Chuck Clark took a bad route, took himself out of the play. The safeties kind of blocked each other. Taylor cut back, and that was like – Yeah, it's a good cutback. If you go back and look at it, if you go back and look at Riddick's breakdown of it, he breaks it down perfectly. Essentially – Chuck Clark played too fast coming over to make the play and kind of not getting in the way or making a tackle, but cutting the play off and allowing people to get back to the ball. It was a very nice breakdown from Lewis Riddick, who I really – we've not had this Monday night crew twice. People hate on the Monday night crew. I like the Monday night crew. I think they're good. Uh, apparently, this Monday night crew guy that's kind of back on the market. Oh. Ooh. I will say <laughs> I would have killed to have the Manning broadcast for tonight. So that a lot of people talking about Twitter, the Gruden stuff. God, I think oh, they just would have not have done. It would have been great if Peyton had just been like, oh, I'll call him John. Just got him on the show. Yeah, I don't like, think hey, I would get a question. Third, <laughs> third quarter's open. You want to, you're not doing anything. You want, you're not, you don't got meetings tomorrow. You want to slide in? That's it. I mean, that's a big st- <laughs> story in the AFC as the, as the Raiders look like they're going to fall apart. I, this is an incredible win in the context of, Moving forward, the Ravens are four and one. The Bills are four and one. The Chargers are four and one. At this point, through the first five games, the Bills and the Chargers are the best two teams in the AFC. Charger, uh, Chargers next week. 
right? Chargers next week. That, that's a huge game. I, I'd be, I'm fascinated to see where that line opens up. Boy, at. oh boy, Justin Herbert. I was going to say, if, if, if Wentz is carving him up for 402, I don't know. This is going to be an interesting week for Wink Martindale. Um, I thought that the, the Colts did a really good job getting the Ravens on intermediate routes. And, and I'm not much – I'll, I'll admit to the you guys in the listenership, I'm not enough of an X's and O's guy to sit there and watch that game from the TV feed and break down why that's happening. But just a lot of things where the, it felt like the Ravens were, were, were trying to keep things in front of them and the, and the Colts just kind of picked them apart, just kind of picked, mm-hmm. picked, picked. There wasn't a lot of big plays other than the – other than the – um, yeah. And then, the and then the, what, the, 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 the pass – In the beginning of the second half. Like the pass that, that was it Marlon who got it was Averett who got the pass interference. I think Marlon got Marlon yeah. was behind him for that touchdown, the long yeah. one. Yeah, Averett was not good in this game. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home against the Chargers next week. Is that a one o'clock game? It's a one o'clock game over under 50 and a half. Yes, the uh Taylor, do you want to do you want to put money on the uh announcers for this game or yeah. I mean, this is next week stuff. Oh yeah, well, no, I was, I was thinking. I mean, I'll, that, that, I mean, if you want to do that now, this should be Nance and Romo. I, I mean, was gonna say, I was, I was thinking that it was gonna be. Um, this should be the Ravens' first, first look at Nance and Romo, unless. Mm, no, that's gonna be a Fox game. Oh, well, you know what? It's there's also Dallas, New England. But that's uh at an NFC site, so that's gonna be a Fox was, game. No, it's on it CBS. That that's gonna be Nance and Romo. The 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 Ravens will get. Um, Charles Davis and I Eagle at one o'clock, and Nansen Rumble will call Cowboys. Don't, games. don't, doesn't Fox get the away games? They didn't, didn't NFC road team. It's listed on CBS. This is also the Cardinals Browns, which could be, Ooh. yeah, I'm looking at that too. It's, it's gonna be some good games. I don't know what week. the national game is there. I get it, should be Cowboys Patriots. I mean, that's, uh, the, that's the money game, but. The one o'clock window is pretty crummy outside that game. I think, I think the Ravens will get the second crew, and I think they'll stick. They'll stick Romo on the Cowboys. I think they'll yeah. get Andrew and Charles Stevens. Who are great. Yeah, that's who they'll get. Um, bad one o'clock slate. Packers Bears is interesting, but other than that, meh. Yep. Chiefs at the football team. You guys want to go? I have. Uh, I've gotten word that Jackson Mahomes will be there. Wow. In a suite. So. Sure. Um, TikTok man. So yeah, the Ravens move into this game against the Chargers, and and uh, any any other guys you thought were impressive tonight or interesting? Uh, there wasn't much of a Miles Boykin appearance, I'll say that. But I mean, it's just it's just Lamar Jackson. You walk out of that game and you're just like, holy shit, what did I just watch? I just watched history. I just watched Lamar Jackson do everything that everybody says he can't. Again, he's. He has five go-ahead fourth-quarter overtime drives in five games. That's a fact, Jack. Yeah, I mean, it, he's good. I'm like going to tweet that right now. It's going to go. It, I mean, there, it's gonna shouldn't, pop off. there shouldn't be any other conversations like about it. It's like it's, he's got to stop. People the have the to first stop time he has – he's going he's gonna to have some three-interception game at some point in the next 11 games or however, you, you know, it's going to be the big, the big storyline going into next week. 
oh, well, the Chargers figured him out in 20, you know, in what, 2018? Yeah. But can they do it again? And here's how they did it and blah, blah, blah. It was Lamar's worst game as a starter and this and that. And they're, they're going to hammer that. Like, oh, also, you guys missed, Taylor, you may have seen it, an all-time terrible um, ESPN intro for the game tonight. Did not see it. Was at the bar. To be, he gotta. Everyone has to love everybody, and it featured the guy in the Ravens hat in the United. That's not true. I did see that. Actually. Oh, it was so know. bad. It was terrible. I watched was, the end of it. I saw the last thirty seconds of it. It was really fucking stupid. The United jersey that that was really bad. The United jersey with the Ravens hat was yeah, that was, was that quite was a look. I thought the broadcast was pretty good after that. Them no, having I, to address I, the Gruden stuff live was actually pretty interesting. Yeah, that was that was because people were kind of. Everyone knew what was going on, and then they weren't talking about it in the game, and then they came back from commercial, and that's when they jumped into it because you kind of have to address it at that point. Um, Adam Schefter with the – what did he say? Uh, John Gruden with a clean sweep of uh, offensive things. It's like he might as well just call it the triple crown. It was pretty uh, – the wording was, was uh, pretty funny. Also, shout out Justin Tucker. I knew I wasn't getting 10 points. I needed 10 points for a win, uh, so I knew I wasn't getting that very early in the game. So, you know, you? I would have taken the kicks. <laughs> what was oh, the event like the stadium, Brian? Uh, it was incredible. I mean, late in the game, I thought more people would have left than actually did. Um, and then I think, I, I guess the way we scored to cut it to eight at one point there kind of uh, kept some people hanging around. But I really thought people were going to start leaving when the Colts were in field goal range there. And we got the block and we were right back in it. So, um it was electric. I mean, leaving the stadium, there's nothing better than a good ramp walk after a big win. There's nothing better. It's one of my favorite things in all sports. Um, so we had the MVP chance going. We had people just going nuts. Um, I don't know. It just was a special environment. And we've gotten it twice in two home games so far. So it's time to ask, so is the black on purple? Is, is there magic in there? Like, is it? we kind of stole that game against the Browns two years ago or three years ago to win the division. And then we had this game tonight. Is there something about that uniform combo? I don't know. That's the new black on black. Probably. I don't, I don't think it can be overused. It has to come out for the big games, you know, like has to like keep it for primetime games, stuff like that. Um, also you were talking about the MVP chance, uh, Brian, I don't know if you saw it, Taylor. I don't know if you caught it at the bar or wherever you were watching. But in that overtime drive, and they're chanting MVP, Lamar was, like, waving the crowd down and almost looked, like, pissed. Like, you could see he had a look on his face, like, you got to be quiet. There like, were a couple big to. spots on big third and fourth downs where the offense was just kind of – or the crowd was just kind of cheering. Like, they were just, just – they were just super enthusiastic because I think just – there's just a lot of excitement that comes Hard along with excited, having that guy. Yeah. yeah. If this is not – not your your older brother's Ravens or whatever. I mean, this is a different team than we grew up watching. So it's just kind of different to have that this entire thing. It's it's, it's crazy. It's the literally I don't know what to do with my hands, like the Ricky Bobby. Like I, yeah. I, I'm just gonna scream. I'm just gonna yeah. And you know, I was I was, say- I was gonna write this whole thing about when we were losing there, and I was starting to write my draft for a losing blog. I was gonna write this whole thing too. about how Lodi Nada was, you know probably disgusted like probably want to put the pads on and get out there and show these guys how to fucking do something because like i mean that's just not the the team that he he played for to watch i mean what a brutal game for him to come back and watch but um 
it's whatever. It's just Ravens football now. It's nuts. It, I was just, I was talking to someone too because it's like it's crazy because Damn again, it. they're four and one, arguably the the best team in the AFC right now. But they're also what three plays away from zero and five. Maybe you could you could say, but they're also, also two play, or three plays away from five and from 0. five and zero. Yeah, it's it's. They really only have one guaranteed win, and that's the Broncos. So you could it could go and it could have gone any you could have any other record. That was the only complete win. It's amazing. It's really amazing. What a team. What a team to instantly analyze. When, when's their next prime, when's their next primetime yeah. games? Um Who, the Ravens? Thursday night against the Dolphins on Fox on yeah. um, 11 11 that's their that's their next Sunday um, football against the Browns Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and those are the, the remaining two primetime games after three primetime games in the first five weeks. That's their next uh, away game is that November 11th game. I think they go like their home schedule right now is, is very favorable. I don't know who they paid off to get it because not having an away game till November 11th is uh Fired off a tweet from the uh, the podcast account. The intern was going nuts on the haters. Yeah. I bet. Love that. I haven't really looked at our timeline yet. One guy, one guy tweeted, uh, "Sorry about the Russia record." <laughs> and the in, the intern just retweeted it. Sorry How do you think Denver's feeling tonight? So, oh, Banks, Banks, I want to get a live reaction. Go look at Pete Prisco's tweet um, early, from earlier. Okay, okay. I'm like 90% sure it's it's it was like a joke, but I people were blocked on my own account. I might people have to, were freaking out about it. Pete Prisco. Am I gonna know it when I see it? Yeah. Read it out loud for the people when you see Maybe it. Maybe the Ravens should have tried to get the rushing record rather than try and win the game by throwing it. I mean, it was that important last week. <laughs> he had to be he has to be joking about it's a, that, right? It's a troll tweet. Yeah. It's but got it, more – I mean, it's getting ratioed into Bolivian. Yeah, it's going to work. It, Looks it like works. the rushing streak could be over too. He said that before. The Ravens look as bad as the Chiefs did last night. That's tough. That's tough, Pete. We did look We did look as bad as the Chiefs. He's, he was right. I'm not going to fight that. We were, <laughs> we were bad. <laughs> we were bad. I was having a bad time most of the time tonight. Oh, man. You're absolutely right, Taylor. I mean, you kind of stole the words right out of my mouth by saying, like, an all-time egg. That was my headline. It was like Ravens lay an egg at home on national television. It was an egg. And then it wasn't an egg. Lamar Jackson. That's the tweet. Such a weird switch flip, and this is the last thing I got, from a seemingly, like, flat performance and like not only were they not good it was flat it felt like there was no it was energy. lifeless all lifeless yeah like offensively we weren't making mistakes but they just weren't really doing anything i was like yeah, poke was do something very mean from back in the day and the ability to just turn the switch and come all the way back if the colts have a healthy kicker maybe they win but what was up with that? I missed that whole thing. The punter it, 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 tried to finally found. So Rigoberto Sanchez comes in to kick that first field goal and the announcers were stunned. Naheem Hines was the holder. Mm-hmm. Um, he kicks, obviously Marlowe makes just an atrocious offsides penalty. I, 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 By the way, I think he got back on sides. 
But they, they had already caught it because dude, I know, I know. Down. He was like three feet past the horrible. So <laughs> obviously to move it up and and um Rodrigo Blankenship. And then it was a search to see if Lisa Salters could figure out what was going on with Rodrigo Blankenship. It took her like two quarters. It didn't seem like the Colts like wanted to if I bet the Colts were trying to keep that under wraps and she finally found someone that told her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a hip injury. The word of Rodrigo is that he had a hip injury. Yeah, because yeah. they, they did keep saying something, but they also I don't know where they got this from. They may have floated it out there. Because um, why can't I think of his name? What's the what? Not Steve Levy. Who's the other guy? It's Greasy and Lewis Riddick. That's a, yeah. No, I'm, yeah, Lewis Riddick. He said something. He's like Rodrigo's down there without his helmet. And he's like, I don't think he can find his helmet. And that was after the um, um, the punter came out for the kick. And he said that, but they like never confirmed that. But yeah, you're right. They were like, is it is it too far? Is it like is he battling something? And like you said, they kind of danced around it, like. We don't know. And then after, and out of nowhere, they were like, oh, a hip injury. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I guess there it is. Sammy Watkins ever come back? He tweeted like in the fourth quarter and said, like, we're going to get this win or something. No, he was not. Sucks about big country, too. I think that was his first drive of the game. He came in. uh, Ben Powers, I believe, was the guy who tripped Lamar on that third down. Um, And then Cleveland came in and got hurt. And that sucked. So. I guess a couple of thoughts in conclusion, like obviously Lamar Jackson, end of tweet. Um, I'm thankful that Tavon Young didn't end up having all the fingers pointed at him because of all the people in that building tonight. Should that have been a loss? He was not high on the list whatsoever. So I'm thankful that he doesn't. By the way, and I don't know if you guys can see the stadium, an insane cheap shot by Jack Doyle beforehand. Oh, absolutely. And I I didn't say flop. You can't do it. Uh, I mean, just shades of diamond stone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 dribble yeah. a guy's head off the floor. You got out the diamond stone. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then yeah. the last one is thank fucking God we won the toss. Yep. Would not have been. Tucker was staring <laughs> daggers through Carson Wentz. Daggers. I was, I was in the, wow. in the box up there just like, come on, JT, win me a toss one time. And, and Jimbo just tells me like, he, he has no control. He's not the one calling the toss. I was like, I don't care. That's my guy. We're winning this toss. And the, the crowd went nuts. Couldn't even hear whether we won or JT, not, but I knew from the crowd. JT, no, no He's real so impact. So fucking money, that guy. But he wins the toss. Uh, Grayson, Grayson Rodriguez, great tweet. Also after great over, tweet. After overtime. When was the last time a kicker won the game without making a kick? Another legendary moment for Tuck. Coin toss goat. Did you see? Grayson posted a picture of him sitting on his couch in a Lamar jersey and the signed Tucker helmet, just wa- like watching the game. Yeah, he's he be, tagged me. He's in it. A huge City? Guy yeah, loves, I'm guy the only loves, person tagged in it. Guy just loves football. He just loves the Ravens. All right, boys, any other final takes here? Ah, what a, what a one game. Nothing, what a game. game. I'm fucking tired, man. Yep, me too. And that's when the boys are tired, that's when the Incident Analysis podcast ends. 31-25. Ravens over the Colts. Ravens are four and one. Next week, one o'clock, Chargers, huge game. Party T at E D I T T I 22 for Barstool Banks at Barstool Banks. I'm Tyler Schmeich at Tyler Schmeich 10. Follow the podcast at X52 Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That's the instant analysis presented by Jimmy Seek. We'll be back for the weekly show. There'll be a lot more to talk about, I'm sure. Injuries coming out of this game. More thoughts on the defense. Uh, more thoughts on Lamar. I'm sure there'll be some historical context that comes out of this. Um, as we move to the next three days. That's the instant analysis. We'll see you next time on the X-Men 2 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood.